0: Anywho, let's go to the hotline, Will. It's actually working, believe it or not. The hotline is right. Let me me just say, though, I'm going to talk about this. I don't care. I'm not saying who is responsible, why Mm -hmm. it's responsible. I don't know what happens here before I get here. No clue. But when we answer the phone live on air, I just hit a button on the board, and you don't physically pick up the receiver like you would, you know, in your home 20 years ago, right? Right. But the phone physically has a receiver, and when you're not on air, like a phone screener sitting over on the other seat, or if you're screening calls from here, there's an actual physical phone with all the lines on it. And when I answer a phone here, I'll hit the line number, but it's potted up in the board. But when you're not on air, you have to physically pick up the receiver and put it to your ear like your parents used to do. And TM's calling in on the hotline. I pick up the receiver, Will, and it is – covered in some sort of an oily substance i have no idea if it's food related <laughs> hair care related no idea what kind of oily i don't ky jelly type of texture oh but the, i mean the whole damn thing i stuck it up in my ear and I, and I go oh hey tm and i go buddy hold on i had to grab some wipes and some spray and i had to fix it like i was I got nauseous. I ain't gonna Yikes. lie, it yeah. was all over my. I, it's it's. I can still feel it on my ear. Oh, my hand is still a little greasy. Oh no, I don't know what. What is that? I couldn't tell you. I don't. I have no idea. I mean, it's it's probably in the realm of either food or hair. I will hair say there was a, what looked to be dry, like spilled coffee or tea or something that had just dried on. The countertop no, maybe it was something like that, next to the phone. Dumped it on the phone. And I cleaned that myself before the show started, but, and I'm not calling out anybody. I don't even know how long that was there. It looked like it had been sitting there for a while, you know? Gross. I showed you. It was like dry liquid, yeah. dark liquid. And, yeah. it just, and I just got some cleaner and I cleaned it up. Well, everybody was, when the new boards and new equipment in here, everybody was very careful, but things get lax, yeah. you know, as time goes on, now nobody cares anymore. Now the new board's old board. I mean, I've, really I've, I've I've spilled stuff before, but I clean it up immediately. Mm-hmm. But somebody spilled it and just went. That's good. That's, That's good. all right. That's good right there. It'll dry up eventually. Let's just let science take care of that. But uh, I don't know what the oily stuff is. No, but I, I can I go back to just broadcasting from home every night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I drive forty minutes each way to get an oily. I don't ear. mind. I don't mind. I know. I know the show's better when we're both in the same room. You know, yeah, I would I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's why I do it. I don't do it for you. I do it for, for the listeners. <laughs> uh, I mean, and you, honestly. But, uh, you know, it's the only time we get to hang out. Uh, all right, let's go to the hotline. Our movie critic, your movie critic. You should be following him on, on the social media at TM Media. It is TM TMPal. What's up,
1: buddy? What's going on? Yeah, I did get the play-by-play of you cleaning the phone. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> As you laid it down like our mobs would do and say, hold on, give me a second, hold on. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how it was not the pros of
0: the day. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm sorry, you. I, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. How are you, how are you doing, pal?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, you know, like like I said, kind of getting a little livelier. I can tell, like, next week there'll be no movies. Like, it's it's wise. I mean, who the hell is going to release a movie like Super Bowl weekend? It's just, you're totally going to miss out on the Sunday dollars. It's easier just to sit back. Right. You know, and then wait. But then after that, that next week, we'll get Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Man. And then, I, you know, like I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I just think after that that uh, we're going to get some fun movies every week. Whether they're all going to be blockbusters, I don't think so. But like we said, some fun offbeat titles like, you know, Cocaine Bear. Yes. Even some like John Wick Chapter 4, Creed 3, Super Mario Brothers. I mean, you know, like I said, it's it's going to get a lot more livelier. And I think this weekend, I, I think there were some people who maybe thought it was going to get a little livelier than it was this weekend. And maybe, you know, Knock of the Cabin would take out Avatar. I, I still think that Avatar is probably going to remain at number one at the box office this weekend through next weekend. And then when Ant-Man gets here, that's when it'll all end. But I do want to give a little shout out to Avatar. When that first weekend, when it, you know, came out and the numbers were good, but, you know, there have been all this talk about, oh, it's going to have to make $2 billion. And people automatically called it a flop. I remember telling you guys, like, Right hey, this thing's going to continue to make money for, like, two months. It will not be a flop. And that's exactly what it's done.
0: Did it make its money back yet?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's way profitable. I mean, it's over $2 billion. Like, in the, you know, I think the top three globally already, and already passed, like, Infinity War. And it's going to continue to make money. And like I said, it it sounds weird. Like, I I wasn't in love with it. I mean, I think it's good. And no one can do a third act like James Cameron. So, at the end of the day, I definitely got my, uh, you know, Price of admission, if that makes sense, going to see it. Uh, but I've also said that it's just kind of like an event type movie. Like, hey, it's the Avatar, you know? And that's why when people kind of shrugged it off, and I was like, this way, this thing's going to be huge. It's kind of like a generational movie. The same thing. But, you know, it's definitely going to, you know, we're going to get more sequels. And I would probably think those sequels will make just as much money.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, plus, you have to <laughs> add in what they're going to make from streaming and everything else that, that, sure. that they still haven't even cashed in on all of that. So if they're already over Listen, their profit about
1: this is, yeah, Yeah, this is a really truthful statement. Considering Avatar came out in December and we're in the 1st of February, it should be pretty much getting to streaming right now by the schedules of how people are doing it these days with their streamers, because it seems like everyone has a home. Uh, you, I don't think we're going to see it on Disney Plus anytime soon. You know, I think they're going to leave it there and let them make as much money as it can. So, but it'll have a little bit of competition. You know, I don't think the number will be huge because I do think a knock at the cabin will do well. And and I, I do want to say this about this movie. You know, it's M. Night Shyamalan. And I heard you guys, like, talking beforehand. And, you know, Will was like, you know, doesn't everybody hate him? I, I, I think that it's, he's the type of director that gets a reaction. And I think that's a good thing, whether it's positive or negative. There's plenty of bad movies that I just don't talk about or I didn't like. If, if I weren't to like one of his movies, or let's just say other people, everyone seems to be very passionate about whether it works or not, whether it comes to twist, So and, he's like so he's like the he nickel. Says,
0: is, you're saying he's like the Nickelback of, uh, of movie makers?
1: No, no, I wouldn't say he's Nickelback because some of his ideas are really great. Right. I mean, like you said, hit or miss. But when he does hit, Johnny, they're pretty big. Oh, I yeah. mean, Sign, The Sixth Sense. I still think Unbreakable's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Split is really good. I know there's some that divide people, whether it's the village. I don't mind the village. I you like know, I, I think, you know, you shouldn't be mad. What'd you say? I like the village. I did too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think some people get mad that it wasn't a monster. Spoiler alert, it wasn't a monster. And I think that makes people mad that it was an alien ant farm. I'm like... He tricked you. Like, don't be mad that he tricked you. I don't hate the movie because of that.
0: I liked it. I thought it was refreshing at the end. I was like, ah, look at that. Got
1: me. I'm not going to defend After Earth. I'm not going to defend, you know, the lady in the water. And I'm definitely not going to defend the happening. Right. But I think in the last couple of years, he's given us some cool stuff. Like, whether it would be The Visit. He gave us, you know, Glass. Uh, He gave us Split. Um, You know, most recently Old, which I think is a crazy concept. But this one, I want to tell everybody, you should set your expectations for this one. If you're looking for some big, twisty M. Night Shyamalan film, that's not what this is. This is more about a movie about, just like how you said, Johnny, these people show up at this family's door and tell them, hey, you need to make a really awful choice here. And if you don't do this, the apocalypse is going to happen. So it's pretty straightforward with its premise. And it's just a thriller about how this kind of evolves and the thoughts you go through. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but like, you know, the first thought is, you know, Hey, go to hell. No, I'm not doing this. Right. But like, let's just say hypothetically things started to happen that were backing up what they were saying. And you started thinking about everyone compared to maybe one person. It's, it's nuts. You know, if you really sit back and think about it, but the thing that stands out the most about this movie and, and I would give this movie a, a, a good, grade, like seven out of 10, just because I thought it was a compelling watch, you know, when I first got out of the movies I was like kinda like oh my gosh there wasn't a twist. Maybe I was like a little deflated because I was so waiting for it because that's what I'm accustomed to. Right. But then when I thought about what it's about, I'm like, no, it's pretty simple. But the big takeaway, Dave Batista, he's really good in this movie, Johnny. Like really good in this movie. Like nice. like I know we love him as Drax. He's funny you know and everything else. But I mean, it's a different it's a different just style. It's scary, but it's also subtle and like conflicted. Like Dave Bautista is really, really good in this role, like acting wise. He's excellent.
0: That's awesome, and you know, for for somebody to, to, I know a lot of wrestlers go into you know being you know movie stars and things like that. Guys like John Cena, and, and but I'm never really impressed by their acting chops when it comes to something like that like you're gonna get you know mentioned for some sort of a you know an award and uh you know an oscar or something like that but to see that and i look in the trailer i kind of got that vibe i was like i was like i think he's gonna be really good in this but here you say that that's pretty that's pretty awesome would he have been the guy that you thought of all because i know you're a huge wrestling fan would he have been the guy like if you had to choose 10 wrestlers a, a couple years ago would he have been one of those guys you would think that could really, really pull a movie off like this?
1: No, no. I mean, I, I listen, when I looked at The Rock, I saw him and like he's gonna be a star. Like uh-huh. I knew that all along. That that's no secret. And and I'll say this right now The Rock is the most successful wrestler turned actor. Absolutely. Sure. I mean yeah. his box office global power. He is absolutely the most successful. Dave Batista may be the better actor. Right. It, it, that makes sense. Like out of the two of them, um, you know, C and I definitely could see that a little bit, but I never really saw that with Batista. But the one thing I'll say about him is like, he went and took like small roles in like Smallville. Like he was taking on like little things here and there and like building himself up and kind of, you know, uh, you know, working on his craft just like he did as a professional wrestler. So I actually think he did it the right way. and was, you know, he had some small roles. He, he wasn't, you know, demanding to be a leading role man. And, and he actually stayed away from some of that video on demand stuff that some of the wrestlers do too. He stayed away from that. And he got the role of a lifetime in Drax and he ran with it. And he has really parlayed this into a really like, successful movie career. I mean, he's just in the Knives Out sequel. He, he's big in the MCU. Now he's in an M. Night Shyamalan film where he's getting rave reviews for his performance in it. I mean, he's really done well for himself. That's awesome. Can he play quarterback? Uh, because uh, we need one. Oh god, that'd be cool if we could do that. I think he would even tell you he may be a little too over the hill for that. But It'd be hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a whole another story. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, um, movie wise this weekend, I mean, just if you go see a Knock at the Cabin, just uh, you know, set those expectations that you may not be there for a twisty type ending or something shocking like. It's a pretty uh, straightforward story that you just kind of watch play out. But that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's actually a a compelling watch. Now, is it a feel-good movie? Hell no. I mean, it's it's crazy intense and dark at times. Nice. But I do think it's definitely worth a watch.
0: Now, speaking of feel-good, and you haven't even alluded to it yet, um, a movie that I guess is coming out this weekend, did you see 80 for Brady?
1: So I will be honest with you, I wasn't able to make either screenings and a screening for Eddie for Brady was the same night as the knock of the cabin, so I did go see Knock of the Cabin. But I will tell you this. Everybody who I know has seen it. They're not saying it's the greatest comedy ever, but they all say it's entertaining and like cute and like funny and like I mean that cast, I mean Sally Fields, yeah. Fonda, you know, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, I mean, you know, that's a pretty good cast. And you know, it's a funny premise. And I I've heard pretty much the same thing, remember. I imagine like like in you know, a older gal's trip that's like the hangover, but it's, you know, a little PG, if that makes sense. So yeah, sure. I, I, I we'll see what it does at the box office. You know, I hate to say it, there's some people who will not go see it because Jane Fonda is with it. I mean, some right. people are still holding grudges against Jane Fonda and will continue to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I did not get a chance to see it, but I was not avoiding it. I was a little bummed when I found out that there wasn't conflict that I couldn't see it. I'm like, oh man, I want to see that. But at the end of the day i'm going to see it knock the cabin that's
0: just the way it is yeah i saw a lot of people crapping on it like before it even got released They're like oh that's gar- that's going to be garbage it looks horrible this that and, and i i was the same way The same way with you i'm like the cast is pretty good and most things i've seen lily tomlin in and sally field in are pretty solid you don't see them in a lot of stinkers so i mean and it's tom brady and Grox in it and edelman and these guys and I just thought even if it's campy and cheesy, I'll still enjoy it.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, Dolly Parton and a couple of ones do, like, the music for it. I mean, it's geared to an older audience, but there is this idea that if you give the older audience something they're interested in, whether it's the Downton Abbey or, listen, even Top Gun. Look, it wasn't all young people seeing Top Gun. That was part of it, too. It was a lot of getting everybody back at, at the movies, including my 70-year-old-plus parents, yeah. you know, who, you know, were like the original Top Gun. So, I think people think there is an audience for it if you can present that older thing. Because, listen, that older generation, they don't always like Marvel. So, I mean, sometimes it is kind of counter programming if you look at it. Well, we got to watch it now. It's only we were going to get Tom Brady.
0: Yeah. So I, Brady. I'll probably see it. I was wondering, like, who that movie is for. It has kind of a wide yeah, girth. Excuse
1: me. <laughs> <if> you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> i I mean, it is. Like, put it this way, Will. If you probably went on a Monday at, like, 11 o'clock for, like, senior early birth special, you'd go in there. And it'd be pretty
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.